Hey everybody, this is Liliana Milleva and I'm excited to bring you Menopause Made Easy, a podcast designed to provide you tips and strategy to navigate the changes in woman's body, mind and spirit with more grace and ease. I appreciate you tuning in. Remember to like, subscribe and turn on your notifications so you are updated of each episode release. All right, let's dive in. Welcome everyone to another episode of Menopause Made Easy. And I'm so thrilled today to have Batista Grimmel. She is really amazing. I met her a few years ago in a one networking event. And you have a very, very similar passion to help women in midwife with their health and wellness. But what really excited me about the guest today is that you go and dismystify some of the myth around the weight gain, around mindset about that, and also around the fitness. So welcome, Batista. She is co-founder of Dr. Fitness International Show. She is international speaker, also international author. So let's start today. I would like that you introduce yourself a little bit and tell your story, how you come to the work with women with strength and fitness to create your show and what you're doing. Thank you so much for someone to thank you for the opportunity to be here and talk to your audience. So I'm very grateful because I love educating and sharing my story and what I've learned along the way about strength training, fitness, and especially women in this very particular stage of our life between our 40s and 50s, 60s, when things sometimes change. And a lot of times women really don't know what to do. So thank you. My story is I was a professional dancer. My dream was always to dance. My mother was a ballet dancer. My father was mime. And so that's, you know, I was brought up in the art and that's what I did my whole life. If you know anything about dancing, you know that it is also very hard on the body. Okay. So I was brought up in the no pain, no gain. The show must go on, you know, and always forging ahead to advance my career, to, you know, get the best roles. And then I, uh, I ended up having a dance company, a dance studio, an arts education program. I was working around the clock. I was very successful in my career doing what I loved to do. What happened is my body took a toll. I started having a lot of injuries. I also suffered from a couple of car accidents along the way. And so my physical condition just wasn't that great as I was reaching my 40s. It got pretty bad and I was really worried because I was thinking dancing is all I've done my whole life. And if, if I lose, you know, my health, my body, then what would I do? And my other passion is um, spirituality and meditation and, you know, this whole thing. And one day I had a moment of clarity. I was in a meditation class. The topic was on body, mind, spirit integration. And I realized that while I was very accomplished professionally, financially, spiritually, so I thought, I realized that my body wasn't keeping up, you know, with the program. There was an imbalance. And so I prayed very hard to find that piece of the puzzle missing. 
And the very next day, I met Stephen Percy, who is also known as Dr. Fitness USA. So for me, it was a sign, right? And when we met, I was at a restaurant. I was waiting to uh, have a conversation with the owner to put a show. And Stephen, you know, passed by. We made eye contact. And uh, he said, who are you? You know, big muscle guy. And I said, wow, I'm Batista. And I said, who are you? And he said, I'm an international body designer. My jaw dropped. And I said, that's what I need. <laughs> so I listened to his conversation. I hired him. The conversation was very different than anything that I had known about fitness. He was telling me to work out from a female perspective, never to do anything that's uncomfortable. From my dad's background, that was like, what? You know, of course you're going to push yourself. But I was desperate. I prayed for something. And so I learned a long time ago that when you pray for something and something comes, even if it doesn't look like what you're expecting, then open the door. So I hired him. I found myself at Gold's Gym Venice, the mecca of bodybuilding in Los Angeles with all the huge bodybuilders. I was so intimidated. That was the last thing on my consciousness to do that, right? But my backache was gone in like a few days, gone. A backache of 35 years. And then all my injuries healed. And so I married him and I made a career transition. I became a um, number one best-selling author. I have a whole new career now. And now I'm also the producer host of the Dr. Fitness USA's show. And that's what I love to do. You know, I am a product of the product. The last 15 years, you know, I love transforming lives of women in this stage of life. That's what I love about you also. Let's talk now about the way to us in midwife. Okay, that's a big one. And I was right there because I was gaining weight. Like I couldn't stop it. And you know what? I was fit, right? I was dancing all the time. I was exercising. I was eating healthy. So it's like, well, I'm doing everything right. You know, I'm not like sitting sedentary or whatever. So why? Okay, I'll tell you why. All right. The huge misconception about weight loss for perimenopausal, menopausal, and postmenopausal women is to focus on weight loss. Okay. Oh, I got to lose weight. I got to stop eating. I got to do more aerobic. I got to get in shape. I got focusing on weight loss is not focusing on the thing that will really make a difference. Okay. Because really what we are suffering from most people, most women, are suffering more from a muscle loss syndrome, which now slows down the metabolism, affects the proper functioning of the internal organs. And really, that's one of the causes of the problem. Understand that muscle peaks at age 18 for women, okay? The most ideal time for a woman to build muscle is in the teenage years, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 18 years old muscle peaks. If you are not doing a muscle building activity, which is strength training, weightlifting, which is not yoga, aerobics, Pilates even, 
those are not mass building activities. They have value, no doubt, and they're important, but they don't build muscle. So if from 18 on, you're not doing any muscle building activity, then you lose muscle mass. And depending on your lifestyle, right? If the person is very sedentary and they don't really exercise and they don't do anything, then we're talking about 10% per decade. That's huge, huge. And you don't know it. You don't feel it. You will function. You know, it's like you have a car and the wheel is out of alignment. You know, it's a little off, but the car is driving, except that eventually it's not going to drive so good anymore until it breaks down. And that's the same thing with the body. So we lose muscle mass very progressively. We get used to it because it's so progressive. But all of a sudden, we hit 40 years old. We might have lost already 20% muscle mass. Now we get a little sluggish. Our injuries don't heal as well. You know, and now, of course, the weight gain starts piling on. And of course, stress life. So that's, I think, the main misconception for women in this stage of life is really on what they focus on to make a change and focus on strength training and rebuilding a healthy musculature, which will boost your metabolism, okay? And really give you a a new lease on life without even talking about uh, helping with uh, injuries, strength, and other things. So I think this is the number one. What can be the consequence if the woman don't start to take strengthening seriously? That is an excellent question. And it's very, very dangerous and life-threatening because it leads to osteoporosis. That's the main thing. And of course, we can talk about other things such as uh, neurodegenerative diseases, Alzheimer's, dementia, which is huge now, right? How many people have it? But osteoporosis is really big. One in two women over 50 has osteoporosis, okay? And that is also a consequence of muscle loss. Now, the danger with osteoporosis is that it's also called the silent disease. You will never know you have it. You don't feel it. You don't have any symptoms. Everything is fine, except that one day, all of a sudden, you fall and you break a bone. So people say, oh, I fell and I broke a bone, except that oftentimes it's the other way around. You break a bone and then you fall because the bones have become so brittle understand that there is 16% risk of premature death following an osteoporotic fracture, okay? So I'd like to talk a little more about this because this is very important because I want to tell you that when I was 16 years old, I participated in a survey in a test for osteoporosis. They were testing young athletes, women athletes for osteoporosis. And at age 16, I was diagnosed with osteopenia because like you talk about the teenage girls, you know, that are on diets, they want to be skinny, so they don't eat a lot, then they do a lot of aerobics, prone, prone, prone for osteoporosis. That was me. Okay. Now, a woman is not required or recommended to have any tests for osteoporosis until she's 65. But if you are 
losing muscle mass, you're not working out, you're not doing strength training, you know, and if you're also dieting, like a lot of people are, right, because you want to lose weight, and so now you're counting your calories, so you're depriving your body, then what are the chances that at 40, 50, you would start developing osteopenia? And of course, at 40, 50, 50, 60, when the hormones really change, and when you're really, really prone for having osteoporosis, then if you haven't prepared ahead, by 65, you have it and it's severe, you know? That's why I think that this information is actually potentially life-saving because muscles, building muscle is like putting money in the bank. The sooner you start and if you do compound interest and all this stuff, then you get a little bit older, then you have reserves. Okay, if you don't, then you might just get caught with your pants down. <laughs> Absolutely. Great, great information. Okay, so why women don't have to exercise like a man? Very good question. Is because we're feeling based. Okay, we're feeling based. So because there's male and female energy in both male and female. All right. So the female energy is receiving, being, okay? The male energy is giving, doing, for example, and I'm generalizing, okay? Because there's a little bit of both for both and it mixes and matches. But for the sake of this talk, we'll generalize. Now, women, because we are entrepreneur, we work, even if we're not entrepreneurs, you know, a lot of women are in the workforce. And a lot of women are in a high position, you know, CEOs, they have very demanding jobs. This is all male energy, okay? And then uh, we have children. Now, women think, oh, I have a child. Now I'm really in my female energy. Mm -mm. When you have a child, you have to take care of the child. You have to give to the child. You have to protect the child. That's male energy, not female Female is receiving, being. So now the woman is running a lot of male energy. It's like accumulating. Now she wants to get in shape. So she goes to the gym or the personal trainer. She joins the local boot camp. Let's go. Come on. One more rep. Push harder, no pain, no gain. And what happens now? You have compounded even more male energy. What a woman needs is to get back in the center of her being where she can feel good and be, not do. Okay. So in our system, we teach women to do just that. Now, it doesn't mean that it's not challenging. I like press 650 pounds once a week, okay? Super strong. But it's not like, come on, let's go. Not at all. It's very quiet. And a lot of our students call it active meditation because it's very centering, okay? So the workout, working out for a woman needs to be really reclaiming her feminine energy not going more for the push, you know. And also, and I want to mention this, because when we are always into doing, like a lot of women, right, we are in our head, operating from our head, not our being. 
Okay. So when you can increase your strength, the way we talk about, like Anik press 650 pounds, most of our students that are women that are even in their seventies, leg press like 400 pounds, even with osteoporosis. Okay. But what that does is it strengthens the nervous system. It quiets the mind and it makes the connection between the brain and the body. So it reconnects the dots from the inside out. So that's why women shouldn't train like men. Beautiful, beautiful said. Yeah, you have to stay in the female role, right? Even when you're lifting the weight. Especially when you lift the weight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have a program for women exactly. Let's talk about your program a little bit. Yes, thank you. So the program is called the Natural Menopause Formula. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's a six month program because we provide education. So we work with women in the forties, fifties, and sixties because each one of those stages require really the same solution, right? In a sense. So we teach the person exactly what they need to do. And it's a program that's done in the gym. We have programs for home as well. But the benefit of actually going to a gym is because you have the tools to use where your body can be supported, when you can do the movement with an ergonomically safe technique. And when you do it like this, then you can increase the strength dramatically, which you cannot do at home. All right. Now, listen. During pandemic, the gyms were closed and we had to do what we had to do. So, you know, it's always good to have a backup plan. So it's not a bad idea to know what to do at home. But really, nowadays, the number one reason why women don't work out is for lack of time. They say, I have no time, you know. So if you don't have time, then the time that you put in, make the most of it for the most results, Right. So that's what we teach. We teach the gym program and we will set the person with the education of exactly what they need to do, the sequence of exercise, the number of reps, the number of sets, the angles of the machines. And it's a progression in six months. We feel that the person will have learned a lot for sustainable results because it's like what we look for, right? We look at the fitness the way we look at investment. So you invest, you look long-term. What am I going to get long-term, right? How much money am I going to make back for my investment? So it's the same for us for fitness. It's an investment of time. And, you know, of course, there is an, a fee. But then you look, where am I going to be in five years, 10 years, 20 years, right? So for this, you need education. So is it in the group setting? So you have one-on-one -on -one also. So up to now, we've been working mainly one-on-one, -on -one, but now we have groups also. I think that uh, post-pandemic and all this, there's a need for collaborations and accountability, community. And so the group, now we do things in group as well. So we can do both. And it's on her mind, by the way, okay? We have an app. We have a library of 500 customized videos. 
where you can, you know, have exactly the form and everything. So we do Zoom, we do the app online and groups and one-on-one. So how they access the program? Do they have to contact you through your website or did the assessment or you have other way also through mastermind or through other workshops or whatever? Yeah. So I hold a weekly mastermind or weekly masterclass where we like it's an orientation and show the person how we work. When I show them around the app, I'll give them some tools that they can start practicing something right away. So I do that weekly right now anyway, you know, in six months, we'll see. But right now we do that. And uh, so that's one way they can come and find out about the program or they can go to our website and uh, schedule a consultation where we can see where they're at. And then we will recommend depending on who they are and what they want, what they need we will recommend to lead them to the group or to a one-on-one program. Great. And for wrap up our conversation, what is the one thing that you can recommend for all women out there listening this episode? They want to start with strengthen. How they can start? Well, I would recommend you come to one of our masterclass. Okay. I will tell you that I've been on this journey for 15 years and I will tell you that not every strength training program is created equal. Not every personal trainer is qualified. It's an industry that's not very regulated. And if you don't know what you're looking for, you might just fall in the wrong hands. Sorry. Okay. So I say when the student is ready, the teacher appears and ta-da, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> So come to my masterclass, contact Dr. Fitness USA, watch our show, Dr. Fitness USA, the show. We are on YouTube. We are everywhere. I also have weekly articles on the part of Hollywood magazine. Every week you can have an article about a topic that's healthy and always with a twist on strength training because that's my passion. This week, guess what? The article this week is going to be on a heat wave because we have a heat wave right now. So I I keep things current, right? Current and appropriate. But yeah, I say if you want to start right away, educate yourself. Do your due diligence And understand that strength training is a sport that needs to be learned. There is so many people in the gyms that are hopping from machine to machine, or they don't know what to do. And they think that that's strength training. They think that lifting five pounds is strength training. Lifting five pounds is not strength training unless it's in a specific exercise in the position that addresses smaller muscles that are synergetic, okay? But lifting weight requires lifting weight, and that you need to learn because the weight, it's like the ocean, right? It doesn't forgive. You do it right or you can also get hurt. To do it right and to get the results, you need to learn to do it right. It's a sport. If you want to learn to dance, you know you need a teacher, right? Definitely everybody out there, you need a proper guidance to do that. And uh, you need a really uh, right tools to do in the right way to have the effect that you need to have. 
And uh, don't forget to tune in again in Menopause Made Easy, where you provide all this valuable information for your health and well-being. It's a life-saving. I agree with that, Batista. Thank you so much to be with me today. Thank you, everyone, to listen again this episode of Menopause Made Easy. I see you in the next episode. Thank you for tuning into Menopause Made Easy. You can check out more episodes on Apple, Spotify, eHeart Radio, and your favorite podcast apps. Check out the show notes for any website linked to this episode, including where to connect with me on social media. I appreciate you tuning in. Remember to like, subscribe, and turn on your notifications so you'll be updated of each episode release. And visit me at menopausesupportacademy.com for all podcast updates as well. Appreciate you dropping by.